Welcome to the What's In My Head podcast. I'm your host, Julian, and thanks for checking out the audio format of our show. If you want to watch these episodes, check us out on YouTube. Just type in youtube.com slash what's in my head podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride as I bring you a piece of your childhood each and every week. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button here as well as on YouTube. Make sure to check us out on all social media platforms. That's where I'll ask you, the fans, to drop a question or two for our upcoming guests. You can find us on social media by searching at In My Head Pod. If you're digging the content, leave us a rating and review as that helps us and other fans of pop culture find us. Enjoy the show. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What's in My Head podcast. Today, I'm joined by the great scribe Al Ewing himself. Al, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm all right. I'm, I'm pretty decent. You know, things uh, ups and downs, some some downs recently, but um, yeah, no, you know, comics was doing great. As far as on the downs, man, are you on the upward trend? You're you doing better? Uh, yeah, I think things are things are improving. Um, I've sort of said on my Tumblr that like there's been my personal stuff, but it's you know I keep I keep the personal personal. So yeah. um, I'm very very vague about like, but yeah, you know things things were bad and are bad, but are getting better. And you know I'm sure there are plenty of people out there in that same situation right now. So you know. Yeah, 100%. if you're if you're in the opposite where you know things are getting worse for you, then I'm really sorry and I feel for you. Yeah, because uh, yeah, they're they're but for the grace of God, as they say. Yeah, it's definitely a trying time for a lot of people, man. I'm glad you're on the map, yeah. dude. So, getting it back to you, man. Uh, yeah, sure. I gotta say, I was off Hulk forever. I, I've never been a Hulk fan specifically he is in the same vein for me as superman right he's an all-powerful character right what does he do he gets angry he gets stronger it was just it was it was that style of book i liked my book i like my characters excuse me with a little bit of character development and that's not to say and take anything away from any writer Um, i enjoyed mark wade's run um i liked his run uh, but when I got yours, I was about two years into the run. And my uh, my guy, Sam, at the comic book store, he's like, hey, you got to check this book out. And he shows it to me. And I'm like, I'm not fucking reading the Hulk book, dude. I was like, you guys have sold me on this thing before. And I'm, just, I'm not doing it. I can't do it anymore. I can't do Superman. I can't do Hulk. It's just, it's not fun. And he's like, shut up. Buy this book. Buy the trade. He, he gave me the trade at that point. I think the trade was like $9.99 or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. He was like, it's fucking 10 bucks. He was like, I tell you what. If you do not like this, you can kick me in the nuts the next time you come in. I was like, fuck it. I'll do it. So I bought the book. I was oh, not. That's, 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 that's sales material. I feel like I owe this guy you know, a personal thank you that he was willing to take <laughs> a kick in the balls uh, from my wife. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like ever since then. Because I always, I always gave that. I don't want to say I always gave that guarantee, but there's certain writers and certain story arcs that I, that I was, I would be like, you know what? I'll put a kick in the nuts guarantee on this one. Scott Snyder is one of them. You were the other one. And there's a oh, few other cool. writers that I don't want to bring up because we could go off on some real, real weird tangents, I'm sure. But speaking just specifically on Mortal Hulk, dude, I was fucking blown away. As soon as I got off or got home and read the first trade, I was like, give me every single trade that they have, because I think I had to buy up to like trade seven, I think, or six, whatever it was at that time. Yeah, I was like, give me all of them. So the next day I come back in and my stack box is just full of fucking immortal hulks. And I burned through them in the first week. Um, your take on this. And I don't I don't want to speak at a turn or this is just how I assume it. And yeah. I have horrible ways of, 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 you know, articulating that. But it's, it's like a horror movie, like old school horror movie is what I took from it. I mean, what was your initial that, concept for the immortal Hulk? That was that was the intention. I mean, the. The, the blow by blow of, of how it came to be was, um, I mean, I was in the room when they killed Bruce Banner. Yeah. Uh, and that was a great idea because Civil War II needed a moment. It needed something that would, I don't know, we, we, were, we were putting the bones on it and uh, it needed, you know, we were, we were putting it together and it needed something. Um, at that moment, and yeah, Bruce, you know, uh, basically, like Brian comes back from lunch, and it's like, yeah, we're going to kill Bruce Banner, and he walks us through it, and it's like, shit, that sounds great. Um, yeah. that sounds like a hell of a moment, 
and and then you know, and I was perfectly fine with Bruce Banner being dead for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I was like, none, you know, none of us are like it's forever. But I was looking forward to like, oh man, and there's going to be a new Hulk, and that's really exciting to me because it's like, okay, some energy, and you know, I mean, Joe had a great run, but it was like. There's this thing ever since ever since they killed Thor. And I feel like that was in like the Nordics. But like ever since then, there's been a thing where a character lays fallow, for want of a better word. Mm. Um, in that, you know, you sort of because they took Thor away from her. And I think that was just, you know, okay, well, we've done Ragnarok with it. Anybody got a Thorbeck? No, okay. Um, I, I, you know, I wasn't there. I wasn't even, I don't think I was even, I don't know, I might have been writing for 2008 that time, but this was this was a while ago, that, that Thor Ragnarok story. Like pre, you know, long before JMS. And then JMS comes along and says, like, right, I've got a Thor number one, and here it is. And everybody goes crazy. Everybody is like, oh my God, are you reading this? Oh my God, Thor's back. Thor. And it's like, when was the last time people were this excited about Thor? And then, like, I feel like the next one was Cap, and that was more of that was, and it's just, it's never by design. It's always like the stories people want to tell. But like, you know, Steve Rogers comes back in this big deal, and then you know the DFF go away, and again, not by anyone's, you know. I don't want to get into like whatever behind the scenes yeah. shenanigans might have been, but like. People were like less excited about the FF, and then suddenly, oh my god, the FF are back! Um, <laughs> and we were the lucky recipient of that energy, and and it was a happy cake and eat it moment because kind of people did dig that totally awesome help, but people loved it. People liked it. It's 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 got a lot of fans. It really boosted Amadeus up to like a new kind of status. Mm-hmm. Um, He's got some big fans. But people were also hungry to see Bruce come back. Yeah. And, you know, now at that time, right after right after Banner died, there was Jerry did a story where the Hulk comes back to zombie because, like, it's sitting right there. Of course, you're going to do that. Um, and then Nick brought him back for Secret Empire because it was like, okay, no, I really want to have a Hulk replica in this, so let's make that happen. Um, and it's like, yeah, basically, the Hulk had at that point been resurrected twice, mm-hmm. and we're doing Avengers No Surrender, and they want to bring the Hulk back again. And you know, I'm in the room, and like, I think this is one of the last times I was in the room, um, because I kind of, you know, I was like. I was Mr. Cancellation at that point. You know, I was like, you know, I had my own little kiss going. Yeah. Um, I do these books that everybody loved and then would last 12 issues. Yeah. Uh, and it was like, you know, yeah, that's, that's how it goes. Um, but like, you know, so I was sort of, but the, the thing was going around, okay, we've resurrected the Hot Cross. We kind of want to bring him back again. And Tom was angling for like, I'd like that to be a beat in Avengers No Surrender. And, you know, because I was like one of the outgoers in Avengers, I was, uh, or rather US Avengers, I was kind of um, contributing to that. Uh, so I was, you know, I was one of like, in the smaller writers room for uh, Avengers No Surrender. You know, we were having so much fun. We had so much fun on that book. It's unreal. Me and Jim and Mark were just like the three musketeers on that. We had such a bang of time. Um, but like, yeah, you know, in the larger writer's room, there was like a lot of, how do we bring the Hulk back? And I feel like I made the suggestion of like, yeah, what if he just comes back? That would be really terrifying. If he just kind of, if he just claws out of his grave and you don't know why. And it turns out it's something that he can do. He's like, and you know, and it's like, I have this habit, and that's not the first time I did that or the last, but I have this habit of kind of coming to the room and saying, what if we do nothing? And it's like pitching hitters like this, like, 
you know, and it's like, I know what I mean in my head, but it always comes out as, what if we do nothing? And it's like, so, you know, I, I need to, I've, I'm working on that. I, I'm finding better ways to put that. That's like. What was the general consensus um, when you said that? A sort of a shrug, a weird shrug, like, oh, okay, moving on. Because um, <laughs> it was like, you know, I, I think like, um, I think it was basically agreed that like whatever we did to do it, whatever excuse we found, we would do that in the pages of No Surrender. It turned out to be the challenger. But like, I was really pushing, because I'd had this idea of like, what is, oh, it's horrible, it's horrible. And it, there's a certain level of like great minds because I think editorial was leaning that way as well. And I don't want to be like, oh, it was my idea all along because I don't know. But like, I was definitely kind of like thinking, oh man, we can make it a horror thing. Um, and I was really pushing that. And in the, in the room, I was pushing it to be like, oh, let's have like four issues on the drop where like he's coming out of the grave yeah. and it's, we play it like it's horror. Uh, and we do it like the, the kind of Doomsday and Superman beat where it's like doom, doom, doom. And we're kind of like, um, and we slowly build it up. Um, and then, yeah, when he comes out, originally I was like, I said, okay, we come back. His flesh is white as a bone and he's got these red eyes and he's kind of like, and Tom was like, no, he's got to be green. Hulk's got to be green. And it's like, Tom was right. Tom was 100% right because, you know, yeah, we were bringing back Bruce Banner. Yeah. Hulk's got to be green. Um, you know, Tom, the thing about Tom Brevoort is that he is very rarely wrong. And if he is, you can argue. If he is, you can argue it. And it's like, and, you know, and you will, you know, you can, you can send him a thing or like say a thing which is like, okay, here's my thing. Here's why I want to do this. Mm -hmm. And if it makes sense, I'll go with it. Yeah. But like his instincts are just so honed at this point. Mm -hmm. He is, he's an amazing editor. Um, working with him, like, especially in those early days, was just like a masterclass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he was right. The hunt needed to be green um, <laughs> to sell that number one. Um, but what we did do is we did this thing of like, oh, yeah, and he doesn't talk. And then we did this thing where we kind of got to like, I think it was issue part 11 or whatever, because it was like 9 to 12 was like the Hulk Rampage. That was the Hulk Rampage chapter. Uh, and I think it was issue 11 of like, oh, my God, let's have him speak. And he just says one word, but it's a proper word. And then it's just like, oh, my God, he can talk. Um, and then and then he goes off on one with that, as, and it's like, but even that, there was like, what's the scariest thing? What's the scariest thing? And it's like, he doesn't talk, and then he starts talking, and it's so fucking erudite, yeah. And it's not in not in like the you know I work stuff with extremists, so I will I will commit violence to the best of my capacity. It's like, no, he's just like, no, or, he's still talking like the Hulk. Mm -hmm. But he's just every sentence just fucking hits like a bomb, and it's just like no. And he's because he's fucking punching Simon Williams, and he's also like taking apart his worldview, and he's just doing yeah. It's really easy to get a bit pacifist because you're invulnerable, yeah. Um, and you know you're just it's really easy for you. So you know you're just taking the easy route here, and you're making like it's a big thing that it's not. You're just like, you know one more Hollywood asshole. It's like <laughs> you're a snob. You know, and it's like, to be honest, I, it's one of those things where I, I, yeah, you don't agree with, because I think, I, Simon Williams is one of my favorite characters because of the pacifism thing, because it's like, yeah, you know, I really love writing him because I really love writing the bit where he's like, okay, I'm not going to hit you. How else can I use my powers? Yeah. And it's, and in this case, it's like, okay, I'm going to keep you from the ball because I can take any punch. And I can stop you moving a step further, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to throw a single block. But also, that is an easy stance to take if you are at no risk. So I was kind of coming up with a viewpoint for the Hulk that was like, okay, how would I argue against Simon Williams? 
how would I argue against him? How would I argue against him? And it's like, yeah, it's easy to take like, you know, when you have that level of privilege, when you literally cannot be hurt, it's kind of easy to make. And then sort of projecting that thing of like, oh yeah, and you want everyone to love you for it. That's a very hot thing. That's a very kind of, you know. Um, Hulk is a really cynical bastard. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, but yeah, so we did this and we did this and it was like, it was almost kind of a pitch before the pitch. And I was saying to Tom, look, if there's going to be a Hulk book, you know, I, I would love, I would like to write it. Let me just lay that in front of you. So I get this email that's basically like, okay, we're going to do what they call the business bake-off, which is like, we would allow you to pitch for the Hulk. Be very aware you are not the only one. There yeah. are other people. There is competition for this book. Do you know who that competition was? Yes. Well, I know one. Um, but I probably shouldn't say. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I feel like it's that person's story to tell. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I feel like it's a good story. Okay. Um, so I don't want to kind of take it away from them. I kind of feel like you know because I've I've told the story about like pitches a lot where like you know I did I do my pitch and Tom comes back with like okay I think it's a little bit samey. But the tone, because I, I started off in like, here's the tone of the book. It's horrible. Here's what we're doing. And we're going to like, um, we're going to do this thing where it's, you know, we're going to bring back the, the he only comes out at night stuff. We're going to uh, make it quite small to name it first. Small towns at first. We're going to ramp it up into this very cosmic level Satan stuff. Um, originally, it was going to be the beast from Electra. Uh, but I found out people had plans for that. So I was like, okay, okay, God, we need a new, we need a new cosmic Satan. Oh, there's one above all. What about one below? Um, so that became the thing. Uh, uh, but, you know, there was like, um, but it, it kind of led to this place that I think uh, the leader was in it and he had a very different role. He was like almost the sporting character. Um, and Tom was like this, you start off in a good place, but then you get to a place that feels very safe. But the tone is so good that I'm going to ask you for a second pass. Yeah. And so I give a second pass, and I go, I go wild, I blow the doors, and that is the one where I pitch. Okay, we're going to send the Hulk to hell, and like super hell, you know, the hell below hells. We're going to kind of, um, uh, we're going to get into like the. We're going to get deep into the whole one below all thing. Um, and like, yeah, that was the one that made it. And uh, and then I kind of having, yeah, having done that, I, I we were able to put into No Surrender a sort of little 10-page preview, mm -hmm. which was basically selling the Green Door and selling the whole kind of, uh, okay, Bruce... Hulk does not die. Hulk can't die. Because that was what the whole thing was built on. Was that thing of like, what if the Hulk just can't die? And I'd already written a bunch of captions for like no surrender of like, oh, what if the Hulk just can't die? Um, but we could have still done a thing where it was challenging. It like, was like, okay, I'll bring you back for the day. Um, with that, we kind of set out our stall of like, no, he's just, anytime you kill him, he comes back. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, and that was kind of how that whole thing came to be. But the the email I got from Tom to like pitch, one of the things with that was like, we want to do a kind of Alan Moss We want to do a sort of, not so much in everything you know is wrong, although I guess we did do that, but like a kind of, the tone is shifting. And, yeah. you know, we would like your number one to be a kind of, Almost like the anatomy lesson, you know, kind of like uh, here's the new tone, here's the new kind of, and yeah, and you know, we did we did the number one, which was very much our intro to like, okay, this is the whole, this is what he is now, and it was like just a kind of, and one of the advantages of doing like the resurrection in No Surrender 
was that we don't need to tell that story. Yeah. Uh, we just start with like, this is the whole, he's, it's Bruce Banner. He's a drifter. He's like, um, and at night, he becomes this other guy. And also he can't die. When you, originally, um, when you originally pitched it, did you have an idea for how long you wanted to tell or how long you needed in order to tell this whole story that you had in your head? Originally, I was thinking like, okay, this is going to be a decent quality Hulk book. How long does a Hulk book last if people don't like it? Uh, 18 issues. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no, it wasn't it. I was, I was pitching for like 15 issues. Um, yeah, how long does a hot book last if people don't like it? Um, well, okay, no, it was like, what's the absolute worst case scenario? Five issues. Uh, and, you know, by issue one or not. Um, so I had, I had like a kind of, if I just, you know, I'd have done like five one-offs because I did three one-offs. That was my other thing. I did like three one-offs. Yeah. Um, Every, every one of those first three issues functions as a first issue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'd have just done like, I'd have done a moonlight on it. I'd have done like, you know, six number ones and walked away uh, if I hadn't sold. Um, I assumed you were going to get 15 issues. Tom was going like, you're going to lose 15. Um, Do they usually tell um, you that up front? No, but Tom was like, Tom was like, you're not going to, it's a hot room, you're not going to. Okay. But I was like, okay, what's well, the difference between that and my absolute worst case scenario? I took I took that to mean 15. It didn't give me an actual number. Mm. But like um, so it could have ended with uh, with Hulk in Hell. Yeah. We'd have done a slightly longer Hulk in Hell. And you know, it would have been like a confrontation with his dad on the one the one below all, and he just walked away. And we'd have probably done what we, um, and now I'm going to stop myself. <laughs> we'd have probably done a thing that uh, I've been thinking about since I came up with the one below all, and definitely since writing that first issue of the Hell Arc. Um, and I'm not going to say a single other world about it. Because uh, you will find out. That's beautiful. Um, I can't wait. But now. like, but but yeah, we could have ended it as you can be with a sort of you know, and then we kind of came out, and it's like, okay, well, let's get into. Okay, let's get into a longer story because a lot of this is driven by like um, what Joe wants to draw. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to draw the abomination. He wanted to draw the leader. He wanted to draw the ethos. So, you know, okay, that's the map. Um, but I wanted to do a whole bunch of my shit. Um, and I was like, okay. Uh, I mean, the, the, next, the next thing was like, basically, once we knew we had until 25, uh, because it was doing well. It was doing nice. We knew we had to 25, and I was like, oh, okay, let's do uh, this story where we go to the next cosmos and we see what the Hulk's look like, and he's, he's turned into a Galactus. And I send this email to Will, and thank God I did, and thank God there's a date on it. Because about a month later, some guy on Twitter sent me a frigging tweet that was like, can I turn into Galactus? And my God, if I'd been stewing on that idea and I got that tweet, it couldn't have happened. Yeah. But I had that email and it's got a date on it. Mm -hmm. And if push comes to shove, I can show that to a lot. And it's like, I can show that to the Marvel Lords. And it's like, my God, never, ever, ever, ever send anyone any ideas on Twitter. Yeah. You, you could have, if you're listening to this and you send that tweet, I want you to know you could have killed Immortal Hulk 25 in the crib. You I'm could have killed him. I'm glad they didn't, man. Uh, I couldn't have. I could not. If I hadn't come up with that idea first and proven it, you know, by basically sending Will an email going like, Will, oh my God, I thought of something. Which is, you know, my standard practice. Yeah. 
when I think of when I think of stuff. Although I mean, uh, I don't know. These days I sort of sit on stuff a bit more, and I, I really I've got to get back in. I mean, now we've got well, the X office, we've got the Slack, mm-hmm. but like I need to. I need to get back into the habit of sending emails to like editors going, I've thought of an idea. Because, <laughs> like, you know, I'm off Twitter now, but, like, I still, I'm still there because I don't want anyone else to have that handle and start, you know, yeah. tweeting stuff. Uh, yeah, whatever. If, if your book would have ended at 15, <clears throat> excuse me, if your book would have originally ended at 15, would you have felt like you said everything you wanted to say at 15? Obviously, times have changed, and as you get older and as I mean, you that character longer, something's going to change. I'd have felt like I'd have felt like I could have done more. Yeah, because clearly I could have done more. But like, um, I think at fifty, I really have said. Okay. I mean, I've kind of there's. I mean, we were talking about this. We were like, we were like, you know, you could go to fifty-four, and I was like. No, I want to do it as a round number. And also, I think 50 is going to be a big one. And yeah, 50 is going to be 80 pages long. So like, you know, I'm doing... I mean, 50 is kind of like... We're using that space. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of using it very... um, It's an object to have in ways that I think are going to be a surprise for people. Mm-hmm. Like a good surprise. But it's like I wanted to do a thing that was self-contained. So it starts with it's got its own self-contained through line. And it starts, it's almost an OGM. And it starts with like, you know, Hulk and Jackie walking into hell. And uh and then, you know, we go through and there's some other stuff, there's some plot threads that are some plot threads that are like unique to that issue. Um which are so it functions it functions as a sort of graphic novel um it obviously you know it comes out of i mean if we made it 100 pages i guess we'd have uh, we'd have done we'd have put the the going through the forever gate scene there We'd have done the Fantastic Four stuff as a more as a more normal comic. Now, I told you I wouldn't ask you any spoilers, and I won't. But okay, this issue—it's going to seem like I'm asking you a spoiler, so I'm trying to phrase it correctly. I will. I will not give a spoiler. So beautiful. You know, um, um, ask away. With this issue, have you said everything you've wanted to say? Not just with the Immortal Hulk, but with Hulk in general. Do you think you've said everything? Obviously, like I said, you'll change. Maybe you'll have a thought five years down the road and you want to revisit Hulk again. But at this point in time in your career where you're sitting at now, do you think you've said everything you've wanted to say? Yeah. My, I mean, you're right about the five years, 10 years thing. But like speaking of 10 years down the road, I've only just now regained the desire to write Loki again. Um, with these things where you put a lot into it, a lot of yourself into it, um, there are there are characters that like put so much into that, like uh, you can't come back to them mm-hmm. because it hurts. Yeah, uh, and it's like I thought like it was one of those. I, I think I've probably got a Loki story, but I think it's I think it's probably it'll wait for its moment. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've only just regained that thing where it's like, oh, I think I could write. If they ask me to, I think I could write. Um, with Hulk, it's like, I'm walking away. It's, you know, I've, I've said it. It's like, you know, it's, it's done. Um, there's not a single there's not a single hog story left of me because after this issue 50 it'd be like the road going down on the other side of the hill I would rather end on a crescendo mm-hmm. um, I'd rather end on like the ultimate hog story that I have to tell and that's what this is and I'm not hyping it's just the fact 
it's like this is and this is you know i was talking about like 25 and like um and in the run-up to 25 like laying those seeds that kind of and you know there's stuff there's stuff that came out of right Hellark, the stuff that came out in like the lead up to 25 the stuff that came out of writing 25 itself um but basically it was like and i knew coming out of that i wanted to do hot against the world um and i wanted to like explore kind of hulk as part of the counterculture mm-hmm. um i don't yeah that i don't know that that was like i think i think that holds up but like um i don't I'd have liked if we could have thoroughly destroyed Roxon. <laughs> I think I think Roxon bounced back very very fast from having the CEO turned into a blob. Um, yeah, you know, it's um, I I enjoyed the Hulk against a lot, um, and you know the Hulk against culture. Uh, the Hulk is the counterculture. That was that was a lot of fun. But the thing is. Even then, I was like, "Okay, this is this is a kind of a stop across the road because you know we need to go through this territory to get to here, mm-hmm. um, and like we need to kind of it's like because it's Hulk against the world, and Hulk sort of beats you know Hulk beats his enemy, but Hulk can't beat the world, and like uh, and more importantly, Hulk can't beat the leader." And that leads into like you know the weakest one of all, the the which is what we're calling the ninth trade, and that was always the name for like that sequence of like uh, what is the hope when you take away his strength? You know, what is the hope when you take everything from him? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when you take away Bruce Banner, where you take away the strength of the Hulk, where you take every single part of the Hulk. You know, what is you take the anchor away? Yeah, this is it. He's he's just defeated, and he's like, and you know, but there's something in him that kind of the the one thing he has left, the one thing that is the fuck you, um, the fuck you of him is like the one is the one thing left at the end. And that's what he that's what he comes back with. That's what he builds from. Um and he kind of comes back as this more sort of and this is this is Joe Fixer, you know. It's like there's obviously the Hulk is the Hulk is a monster, you can write whatever Hulk you want. But like Joe Fixer at least, there was an opportunity with that character once we brought him back to kind of have him grow. Which I really love. Um I love the whole Sunshine Joe thing. Um Anyway, sorry, There's, I'm I'm going all over the place. Oh no, you're. But the thing is, there is there is a moment to get back to issue fifty. There's a moment in issue fifty. There is a moment there that is like, I have literally been planning that for years. I've been kind of building to it for years. It's my ultimate. It's my ultimate statement on the Hulk. It's the ultimate. It's the ultimate fight the Hulk has. Um. It's the ultimate like. Uh, love letter to the Hulk. It's what is the Hulk for? Yeah, and it's like it's it's what is the Hulk for, and what must the Hulk become? And it's like you know, it's it's my last statement on the Hulk is issue fifty, and and then I'm walking away, and you know, the seeds are there if people want to plant. It's 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 there if people want to use it. If there is people don't. Um, but like, there's a moment which is. I feel like the people who are on board with what I've been doing are kind of, it's real. They're really gonna like it. Um, I feel like the people who are, you know, oh, I wish the Hulk would hit more things. <laughs> I apologize to you now. <laughs> But my good friend Donnie Cates is about to write a, a Hulk one. Yeah. Um, I like what you're doing with the whole. I like your story. I don't like seeing, like I told you earlier, I wasn't 100% honest when I said I didn't like the Hulk because there is one Hulk I really, really enjoy. And yeah. I'm hoping, because you did the one shot for She Hulk, correct? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, one second, I got it. Actually, I don't know where it's at, but uh, it's usually over here. I don't know if you can see over here. Oh, it's right here. I'm, I'm seeing a big bear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, my favorite Marvel character of all time has always been oh, She-Hulk, right? Now, that yeah. done slot run. Yes. I read that as it came out, and that was a ton of fun. I'm, I'm such... I don't know what it is that I don't like the Hulk, but I love Jen. I, I just, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just she was different or or she got a control of that Hulk to an extent. But I, you said you yeah. were done with Hulk. Would you ever, and the only reason I bring this up is because I talked to Charles Soule um, a couple years ago when he came to, to Megacon. And I was like, man, I, I loved your run on She-Hulk. It's like 12 issues, 13 issues, whatever it was. And uh, I was like, would you please come back to this? And he's like, well, here's the thing with She-Hulk. She-Hulk is for people that are at the beginning of their career or at the end of their career. And I didn't understand that until he explained it in depth. And he was like, it's one of those books that comes and goes. There's a small fan base there. Well, there's a, there's a fan base there. It's very small. It's very intimate. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you yeah. catch it either on the rise or on the, de- on the decline. Um, and that's one character, I think, as well as there's hundreds of characters, I'm sure, that doesn't get the attention or the love that, that she, you know, she deserves. Um, yeah. When you say you're done with the Hulk, are you done with the Bruce Banner Hulk? Would you ever come back and do a She-Hulk run? Uh, I'm. I like. I like She-Hulk. I think to do her justice, you need to put Al Ewing on the book. No, <laughs> you need to get. You need to get right into the legal side. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> I I fell off that like a stone when she's stopping life. Um, I feel like you kind of need to get into legal side, um, so that that might be a hurdle for me because that would involve a lot of kind of. Um, I mean, you know, I could I could do the research. There's nothing stopping me doing research. Um, but like, yeah, so it'd have to be it'd have to be quite a legal a legal thing. I uh, I wouldn't want to go back order. to. I definitely don't want to. I wouldn't want to go back to like the green door of it all. Um, it might be, it might be that all hulks are now kind of slightly poison ground for me. Yeah. Because um, you know, if I ever come near Gamma again, people are going to be like, "Oh, what about the green door? What about all of this stuff? Are you going to, you know, what about this?" It's like so. I, I kind of feel like I'm almost a little bit radioactive for the character. That said, I do like, I do like. Um, she hulk a lot. Uh, sorry, I was if that whirring noise. I've got a oh, no, for my birthday no, to stop me fine. like picking, sorry, picking my fingers. Are oh, you Um, it's yeah, I, I mean, with she hulk, I uh, having brought her in for that one shot, mm-hmm. which was originally just going to be like, it's originally like. The thing was, uh, okay, Hulk's doing his own thing. And I really, Sergio just said to everybody, I really love it if Hulk could be kind of off on his own and not be on any teams right now. Um, and not like do much guest starring. And, you know, as he guest starred in places, we kind of took the opportunity to have like uh, one shots, you know, explaining that. I think, I think Carnage was the first, ex- absolute, was it ex- Absolute Carnage? Absolute Carnage was the first one to kind of, um, make you use of it and we sort of okay well we better do a one shot saying how that happened mm-hmm. no 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 I told like the first one was that defenders thing Tom wanted him on the defenders uh, for that kind of weird writing project um, uh, which was a lot of fun and we had a good time with it and we did a sort of we did a sort of non-team of writers for the non-team of defenders yeah. Um, but that did kind of get us into a group of like, okay, well, anytime we have to tie into something is what that looks like. We do a one shot and we make it a little strange and special and in our tone of voice. And then, but it ties in plot wise, it ties into what we're tying into. So it's kind of an advert for both, you know, immortal Hulk readers will like see, okay, oh, so this is happening. And people who are like picking up, are, oh wow, this reads interesting. I guess this is what they're doing over in a model hole. So it was kind of an advert in both directions. Um, but for the She-Hulk one, 
I just wanted to sort of explain She-Hulk's kind of connection to the Green Door a little bit. And like, um, and also sort of tease some stuff we were doing with the leader. Um, but like, and also get back into her origin. Because like, Bruce and her origin acts really un-Bruce-like. She, like, gets shot in front of him, and he's, like, you know, punching out windows and breaking into houses and those, and you're like, you got to make a kid. <laughs> it's like, that's not Bruce. That's not Bruce in there. No. That's somebody else. And, it, oh, well, it's Joe. That's Joe Fixit. Wow, okay. And because I read that already, I was like, oh, my God, Jesus. What does Bruce Banner say? You're going to make a kid. It, that's a funny. that's like a Hollywood gangster talk. It's funny you bring that up because uh, up until then I never really thought about it. Up until I read, and as we're we're starting to wind down here, and we won't be able to get to everything you've done. Uh, oh man, yeah, sorry, I've, I've just been rambling. Oh I, no, I'm dude, sorry, I've taken up all the time. Oh no, man, this is perfect, dude, because this is this is why I named my podcast "What's in My Head" podcast, and the fans are really starting yeah. to come around to it because, like I said, it, it's an animation, it's a comics, it's a pop culture. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm a, I'm a yeah. huge sports fan too, so it's generally whatever's bouncing around in the fucking, in, in, you know, in my head. And I'll sit here and we'll just talk. And mm-hmm. when I first started, most people would get upset. They're like, "Ask him or her questions about this, this, and that." And I'm like. Shut the fuck up, man. If you want to run a podcast, you go and start one. I'm doing it my way because you can go on any fucking channel on you or, or any page on YouTube and, and just type in Al Ewing interview and any question that anybody's ever answered, you can go and find yeah, yeah. it. But I want to see what makes Al tick. I want to see how you get into your I writing. Mean, this podcast, is, you know? I, I like this stuff. This is pretty much how I do any podcast is I'll sit down and I'll just like ramble a lot. But like you are getting the fresh stuff. This yeah. is like this is like the new. I mean, all that all that whole kind of stuff. Um, you know, you're the first to get that. It's uh, you know, there's no spoilers in it or anything, but it's like you know, it's it's. So yeah, you know, um, but it's sorry, you were you were about to ask a question. Yeah, oh no, 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 no! It's so just fine. Like, like you don't have to apologize for ramp. I like that. that. That's all I was saying. Is is I enjoy no, no, it's... when you have conversations with people. It, it's it's so monotonous. It's so boring when you just sit here and be like, okay, well, why'd you write the Hulk? Oh, you wrote the Hulk this way. Why'd you write the Defenders? Oh, you wrote it that way. It's fucking stale, and I just I just don't like that. I um, mean, it's yeah, it's I I do prefer the conversation one when I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, Kieran did a great one called Deep. Which I highly recommend. Which is he just he just calls people up and he had he had Hickman on it once. That was just like a masterclass. But like, um, so decompressed. Yeah, yeah. It's basically him talking to like everyone he knows, basically, which mm-hmm. is like a lot of comics people. And basically, just asking, you know. And I've been on it a couple of times at a couple of different stages, um, you know. But there's. There's a couple that I like. I still listen to occasionally. There's one with Mark, Mark Wade, and you know, it's one with Jonathan. Um, and yeah, I think he just got too busy for it in the end. But it's like, um, what's there is still there, and it's all it's yeah. all good stuff. Yeah, hundred percent, um, man. Um, but like, like, go ahead. Yeah, no, sorry. I was just going to say, having having sort of done that one with the she hop we kind of had to bring her into the main series because it left, it was like, okay, oh man, we can't do, we can't leave Jen out of the final, yeah. you know? So we, we gave her a little bit in the last, I mean, we already knew we were going to do like one last, like the Hulk versus the world, the Hulk kind of, and in the Hulk versus the world, the Hulk has to lose. Yeah. Um, but it's like, that's kind of, preparing him it's it becomes like a kind of an ordeal a trial he has to go through mm-hmm. um to, to you know to reach the final point but anyway sorry you were gonna say oh no no it's perfectly fine man um it, like i said i would love if you're up for it i would love to have you back on closer to when uh venom drops or maybe after venom drops so we can actually talk about that that first issue and we can give an entire episode just to venom um i'm really enjoying guardians uh you know i'm yeah here. that's fine uh, i got it right here and uh star lord and it, it, i hate to say it you know but star lord was my guy and he's 
I didn't really read Guardians. Didn't really know too much about it until after the movie, like most people, right? Yeah. Because um, DC was DC was me. I was DC. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would read Daredevil or not Daredevil. Excuse me. I read Marvel for Daredevil and and She Hulk and Luke Cage and and you know the smaller characters yeah. at that time. Um, sure. But when Guardians came out, I was like, "Holy shit, this is great!" Chris Pratt is phenomenal. I love Star Lord. I just loved that character. And then, like, once that movie came out and I started seeing all of these books come out, I'm like, oh, wow, this is really cool. This is awesome yeah. shit. And I start reading yours, and I'm like, holy fuck, dude, this is amazing. So I would love to do an entire episode. And the mean, Defenders is great, too. I really enjoyed the Defenders first issue, man. That's – people have responded to that really well. Um, I'm really happy about that because I love, I love working with Javier. He's like, he's one of my favorite people. We sat down for a drink once in Spain and we just like, um, and I'd like, uh, uh, that's a great convention, by the way. That's uh, Avides. Um, I think I pronounced that right. But like, they do a convention and uh, I feel like they invited me over and it's like, and I had so much work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, so I didn't, I didn't fully get into the spirit of it. But like, you basically just hang out. Yeah, and you drink in cafes, and it's like you do a couple of panels, and the convention is just all over, and it's like it's all outside, and you know you get to they take you places, and you get to, to chat with people. Um, but it's such it's such a wonderful convention, there's such wonderful people, and I haven't with COVID, I've been. Um, disavowing any international travel until like 2022 yeah uh but now i'm i'm vexed up i'm like i'm messed up where it's like more and more people are getting the shot i feel like 2022 is when i can kind of return to traveling and like that's definitely one of the places because i do want to i do want to go back and eat the good ham and drink the good beer I beer and see, delicious. See, all, see all of my Spanish friends again. Um, but but Javier is a wonderful, wonderful, amazing talent. On Royals, he just blew the roof off, and I was so it was such a shame we could only get him for like those three issues. Um, but like uh, on this, oh, he's just been. He's just been wonderful. And and we've ended up evolving this thing where, like, because the first issue was kind of written Marvel style, but in a very, like, I was, like, laying it out, you know. I was almost doing it, doing panels, but without just taking off the word, you know, panel one, panel two. I was, like, laying out beats. And, like, oh, I think yeah. this panel is about five beats. And, like, and he was, like, oh, you got to, you know, and you know he's just yeah. And this this evolved from our style of roles because like I'd like I do a page and you just lay it out completely differently, but it would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is better than anything I could have possibly considered. And then I just like rewrite the dialogue from yeah. the plot, which I do anyway for any artist. Mm-hmm. That's just like um, before it gets the letter, I'll um, I I really try and minimize any changes after it gets the letter because that's that's a failure you you've wasted the letter this time yeah um but like before it gets the letter fair game like anything you know i will rewrite the whole thing um if it fits the art you know um you know obviously i, I try to keep it the same I'll, you know i'll take the opportunity to like polish up the dollar sort of I think I feel like, but with with Javier, you know, I've I've got to do that. I've got to like make sure. And then we'll sort of talk about balloon placement and stuff. And he always delivers these wonderful layouts with like the the dialogue as it is in the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, except now we started doing a thing where issue issue one was you know it was very it was you know that's a loose plot. Issue two was even looser. Um, but it was still that kind of Marvel style, you know, okay, here are the beats on each paragraph or paragraph. Um, issue three was like, for the back half of that, it was like, because we got interrupted by COVID. And 
so we did that one in two halves. And for the back half, he was like, oh, can you just send me a map of what happens? Yeah. Because we're really getting into some kind of like, can you just send me like a really basic pricing? Because we're getting into some stuff with that one that is really, really psychedelic. Mm-hmm. And then in four, I was like, and then he was like, can you just do this thing where you just send me the map of the issue and like, for like, you know, every couple of pages, just like, here's here's the plot as I see what's going to happen. Yeah. And then I just draw this. And then I would, so we did a thing with four where I sort of sent him that and he was like, okay, so I need a little bit more than that. Uh, we kind of, we're, we're finding each other's balance. It's not like a thing yeah. where I'm writing like pages 12 to 18, they fight. It's not like, <laughs> it's not that level of old school, but it's like, we're kind of finding a, finding a balance of like of what he's comfortable with because he's it's like my instinct is to this is against this is against my instinct because it's like my instinct is like give an artist everything everything they may possibly and like you know lay stuff out and like occasionally and I try not to do this, but occasionally I'll even, like take camera angles, you know, and like specify when I, I need a close up, you know, all of this stuff. Just give the artist a lot of stuff, but also the freedom to like, no, play this scene out your own way if you want. Um, but with Javier, it's like, I have so much trust in him. Mm-hmm. Like the level of trust I have in him is just. He's such a wonderful artist, and it it always pays off, always without fail. He's never he's never given me a page that wasn't like a hundred and fifty percent what I thought it was going to be. Um, so for this, you know, for issue four, which gets really crazy, just absolutely insane. Solicits have now come out, and it's like, God, don't even try to guess what's in this issue. <laughs> Um, I basically sent him like this is what happens in the issue and here's what you need and here's like references and here's my thinking on sorry my mic fell out of my here's here's my thinking on this and like and he was like okay I'm gonna need a little bit more on this area and I was like okay here's uh, here's a bunch and and what I've got back from him in the layouts is just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, wow. And now we're about to do issue five, which is going to be a whole other kettle of fish. So I'm going to write another map and we're going to have another back and forth about it. And then, yeah, so this is a new way of working. But yeah. it's, it's really working. And it's really, the comics, it's going to, if you liked issue one, that was, it's one of the best looking issues that has ever come out of something over it. And obviously all credit for that goes to have here. There's a reason why we're credited as storytellers. Yeah. You know, he's not just the artist. He does, he does so much more. But like, um, if you liked issue one, that was us like cranking the edge. Yeah. Issue two, we're really starting to feel it out. That issue two blows the doors of issue one. Issue two makes issue one look like a, a stroll in the park. It's it's just my God. And then issue three, issue four. I haven't I haven't written dollar for issue three yet. Um I mean, I you know, there's dialogue in the plot, but I've got to go back over it. And like, but that's that's going to be you know, that's a day's work. Um, so that's that's most of the rest of the day tomorrow. Um, because you know, it's got it's like painting a Rolls Royce. You know, yeah. you've got to like uh, it's putting it's putting the final coat on. Um, you know, a Ferrari. It's it's this is the level. So yeah, if you like Defenders, um, it gets even better. I can't wait. Uh, is it's the takeaway from that, and you know, people 
people behind closed doors have been saying some very complimentary things about it, like to the extent that it's like, I don't know, they would, there are people at Marvel who would really, really, really like me to work with Javier some more. I would really like to work with Javier some more. What that project looks like, we're still working out. Um, if Javier's into it, <laughs> is this um, are the visuals? Do the visuals yeah. go on the podcast, or is it just audio? Yeah, it'll, it'll oh, be videos. We're, we're trying to get. Uh, we're trying to get Sorry, the audio. We just it. had a wife, and I just had a baby. Well, wife had the baby. I was just there helping uh, last month. So yeah. it's it's been hectic as hell trying to get his schedule, get my schedule back to work, yeah. make sure she's okay and everything like that. So eventually everything will go audio and video. Almost all of my interviews are up on okay. up on YouTube now. I release them weekly. Um, and like I said, this one is going to come out the same day Hulk 50 comes out or Immortal Hulk 50. Oh, cool. Um, so like I said, I really appreciate you oh, taking- so I won't be, I won't be spoiling anything. Uh, ah. That's good. Yeah. Um, um, no, it's cool. I mean, I'm just- uh, just you know, you holding up that copy of She Hulk yeah, just now. Uh, yeah. I I wondered if that was just going to be a side gag, or, uh, <laughs> or if we'd have to if we'd have to explain it on the audio. I mean, basically, you know, you're seeing you're seeing my couch and my curtains, and like, you know, my COVID looks. So, uh, <laughs> uh, at some point, I will return to a hairdresser, but you know, I didn't I didn't go to the hairdresser before COVID. I'm not gonna, you know, hey, I'm gonna start now. Yeah, but at some point, I'm going to at least shave. No, nah, don't even. Do, I just did that because I have to look. I work in the kitchen, so if I get let it yeah. get shaggy, I got oh, it. oh, right, yeah, right. So, but like I said, man, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, it's been come fun. back on maybe next month or something like that if you got the free time, or maybe some, maybe some. Yeah, time. I mean, at some at some point in the future, I mean, for at some uh, for our time, free time is like uh, a luxury. Oh, it is at the moment. Um, with uh, I guess by the time this comes out um yeah with hulk ending that's a a big and yeah that is very that's i'm very very close to like doing my last my very last bit of work on that um there'll come a point where i've sort of checked over the last issue and and it's out the door and into the printer um and we're very very nearly you know i've got a few more little tests to do on that and then it's done and then it's over and that's it for a model hulk and it is a very bittersweet experience because you know i'm seeing people like oh i'm seeing people get so excited for for donny's thing and it's like that's gonna be a lot of fun and i think you know people are gonna once i'm done with you you're gonna need a lot of fun in your (laughs) hulk I'm sorry to tell you this, but like when I finish with you, you're going to be ready for a lot of fun in your Um, But that does look like a lot of fun. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the swing of the pendulum that is needed right now, I think. But also there's that bittersweet thing of like, oh, it's over. And this is kind of, you know, I'm ending up on my terms and it's, but it's still an ending. Yeah. And, and that is, you know, it's, that is a little tough. Uh, it is bittersweet, and you know, um, but it does mean that I've got a, a big space now, and I can kind of think about what goes into it next. And I, you know, I've got some creative own thoughts on that in that area. I've got a big project. I'm kind of, I'm at the stage where I'm sort of laying out the cards on the, you know, on the whiteboard, yeah, and kind of. Um, I wonder, but it's um, it's going to be a creator and thing, so it's going to be very kind of uh, it's going to be very much what I want to do. Um, so, and it's going to play with format a little bit, but that's that's all the taste of it I'll give right now because it's you know. I've not even I've not even talked about this about it. It's it really is. I need to kind of I'm literally gonna I'm thinking of buying a new sort of digital tablet thing so I can do design work for it. It's like at the stage where it's at. So 
man, I'm really looking yeah. forward to what you're working on, what's coming next. And like I said, I cannot wait yeah. for Immortal That's Hulk. long term. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, like I said, I've had a lot of fun with this chat. Like I said. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been good coming on. And Love that. Yeah, here. you know, in a month, two months, three months. Yeah, we'll come back. Yeah. You, you tell me, man. I'm, I'm here whenever yeah. you're here, man. Okay, uh, cool. He's been out. Well, Al, hold on. Before we go, uh, do you have anything you want to tell to the fans real quick? I always throw that up there. Uh, just to thank you for supporting my work, you know, especially if you pay for it with real money. Um, <laughs> I know there are a lot of people in a lot of situations and it's not always possible. Um, it does help a lot if you can buy the stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it's it's super helpful if you're in a position financially or geographically where you can do that please please do um but thanks for reading um whatever and you know thanks thanks for being supportive people have been uh people have been very very supportive of me like um and I, i you know i mentioned this i don't like I'm not always dropping it but um, yeah you know I, I came out recently and people were really supportive of that and thank you for that um, as they should be and thank you for being thank you for being there for me and thank you for being there for me as a as a writer as well um, because you know uh that does make a big difference and it always it's been really nice what's been really nice always is when i hear that people uh i wrote something and people took something from it and it helped them in any way and that is kind of the highlight any day that it happens so if that's you then thank you and I'm I'm really happy that I was able to to help even in the smallest way at all. Um, so you know, uh, I guess there's that. Well, God damn it! These are new headphones. Oh, I no keep tumbling out of my ear. Uh, this is why I don't get those pods. Yeah. Because I would lose one so quickly. God, I hate I hate that headphones don't have wires anymore, and I hate that they all have different jacks on them, so you can't plug them into your your phone. Um. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Tech, tech problems. It's how we start. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess there's that in terms of like where people can find me. Um, I I'm on Tumblr, pointedly not talking about work. Uh, I that's it. <laughs> that's that's everyone. And yeah, I um. In terms of work, yeah, defenders, uh, pick up defenders, you won't be disappointed. Uh, Hulk 50, you know, it's a good jumping on point. <laughs> My last issue, it'll it'll function hopefully as an OGM. Uh, yeah, um, there's keep your eye, keep your eye on X, keep watching that X because there's new stuff coming that way that you're going to hear about. Um, there's obviously people hearing about Inferno and what that mean, means for the X office. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have not heard the last of that story. There are there are more announcements to come, um, some of which involve me. So yeah, keep an eye on the X office. And in the meantime, uh, lots of fun stuff happening in Sword, especially if you're a Storm fan. And obviously, we only fund them when they're dead uh, from Boom. That's taking another brief schedule break after issue 10. And then we're coming back with issue 11 and it's getting even bigger, even more cosmic. Simone de Mayo, one of the greatest artists in the game, is going to be pushing even more into it. Um, yeah, and then that's the third and the last book. And we're going to end with a big bang on that. So if you're reading, we only find them, please um, keep reading. Yeah, yeah, please do. <laughs> that would be nice. Um, but, you know, if you'd like to read it as three trades on your shelf or even one omnibus, you know, these things, that's the eventual plan. It was always meant to be a modular experience. So, uh, you know, you can do that as well. You can read it in your local library. 
uh, if you are one of the people, sorry, this is getting, this is, this is turning into an Oscar acceptance, I'm sorry. <laughs> but one last thing, one final thing. If you are somebody who does not pay for my work, um, who uh, reads it for free, um, and you don't do that through your local library, please consider your local library. Please consider your local library system. Uh, libraries are always under threat. They're always hitting the yes. bell. It's a great way to get to read my stuff for free. Mm -hmm. um, you can go to your library. You can get them to order my stuff. Uh, you'll really you'll be helping them out just by your patronage of them. You'll be helping me out because, like, uh, those numbers do get recorded of yes. books that go to the libraries. Um, and you know, it's a really great way to read to read my stuff for free. And you know. Uh, yeah, support your local libraries, um, and that's it's 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 much it's much better than than you know going on one of these these websites. You don't know you don't know what they do with them. Um, so you know if it you know it's it's nothing good. So if like uh, if you are in that position, and obviously again no judgments. Yeah, there are people in geographical situations. There are people in you know, financial situations, whatever. But like, again, if you can, please support your local library system. Uh, thank you for that. Beautiful. So yeah, that, that ended on a very preaching note. And I'm sorry. <laughs> no, man, it ended on the best note, man. He's been Al. I've been Julian. It's been What's In My Head podcast. Please buy this man's work and go check out Immortal Hulk coming out soon. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, dude. I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem. It was fun. Um... Yeah, no, I'll, I'll come back. Uh... Thanks again for checking out the What's In My Head podcast. If you're digging what you're hearing, leave us a five-star rating. That will help other fans of animation and pop culture find the show. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button, tell a friend, and I'll see you guys and gals next week. Good night.